Health Power is sponsored by Morphus. Go to www.wearemorphus.com. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. So glad you're listening to Health Power. And I'm so happy to say that Andrea is here. Hey, hon. Hey, Lisa. How are you? I am terrific. Good. You've got some exciting things coming up. So we're going to be talking about menopause. We're going to be talking about the amazing Menopause Shift Summit. Discover the secrets to feeling great, taking control, and thriving through menopause. And it's so funny, Andrea, because I just had my hair done yesterday. It was with the new stylist, and she was amazing. And she was talking about really struggling. And I said, okay, first thing you have to do is you have to go to TikTok. If you're on TikTok, you have to follow Andrea Donsky. Like that is the first thing you have to do. <laughs> and I said, this woman's going to give you all the information. Sometimes she uses humor. Sometimes it's just straight information, but it's always engaging and you're going to get everything. And then I sent her the link because we, you know, knowing me, you know, I chat people up and we became friendly. We exchanged text numbers. I texted her the link to the summit. Thanks, Lisa. That's awesome. Yay. Yes. So you have another follower added to your, what, a hundred and something thousand followers, honey. You're kicking ass on TikTok. Thank you. Thank you. know what? It's really fun. It's um, it's an outlet for me. It's my creative outlet where I can take all my years, my 22 plus years in the health and wellness industry and put it into this passion that I have about really educating people, women, men about being in this phase of life, perimenopause, menopause. And the reason why is because when I was going through it, so I had my third baby at 41 and at 42, I was in already in perimenopause, but I had no idea for five years that I was in perimenopause until I turned 47. I got my hurt, my first hot flash. And I was like, wait a minute. So maybe all of these you know, symptoms that I've had over the last five years are actually related to menopause. And that's when I started piecing everything together and thinking, okay, if I didn't know it, I'm guessing many other women didn't know it either. And that's why I made it my mission really over the last five years, just to educate as much as I can and through humor. I mean, I like to make fun of myself so after funny. I hot flash mode. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I got to make, you know, I like to make fun of myself. And also I'm always learning. So to me, I'm learning from my community. They're learning from me. It's such a nice environment on TikTok that we all help each other. Yeah, we really do. Now, during that five-year period, did you ever go and talk to somebody and did they, were they dismissive? Because I hear that from other women where doctors are like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. You know, not not dissing doctors, just saying sometimes that happens with women. We're not well, taking seriously. Actually, on my page about how they're dismissed by their doctors or a primary health care provider. And actually, I wasn't dismissed um, by my doctor. But I was dismissed by other people, you know, by people, my friends, by family. Oh, no, it can't be. You're too young. It can't be perimenopause, you know. And there's this, I guess, this myth. I like to say I'm doing a lot of myth busting, busting on TikTok. But there's this myth that we can't be in perimenopause if we're like in our late 30s or early 40s. And it's not true. Like perimenopause can start anytime after the age of 35. You know? So these are the things that we're trying to, you know, we're trying to educate women about is that if you're, you're, if you're noticing your moods are off, or you're gaining a little bit of weight, or you know, you're not sleeping as well, or you're just exhausted at the end of the day, you don't have the stamina that you used to have, all of that could be related to perimenopause. But the, you know, the interesting thing, Lisa, and I don't know if you find this with your friends is that or your colleagues or anyone that you're speaking to is a lot of people are embarrassed to talk about it. You know, they're like, no, 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 no. I, you know, even friends who I'm 52, even my friends who are my age are like, who are not, you know, in menopause yet are like, no, it's not happening to me. You know, and I, I laugh. I'm like, well, it's going to happen. 51 and a half is the average age. So it's a very difficult thing to wrap our heads around, especially if it's because it's been this stigma for so long. Yeah, we got to break that stigma. I mean, listen, we're all going to get older. 
I mean, hopefully, right? And I think that the denial is, I think, about trying to hang on to that youth and instead of embracing this is a new change, this is a new thing, and it can be okay. It can be a pain in the the rump. <laughs> Trust me. I mean, I, I write in my book that at 43, it's like I just hit this perimenopausal wall. I had everything. I had the hot flashes. I had the irritability. I had these weird breakouts. I mean, the irritability was so bad that I felt like I was out of control. Like yeah. I wasn't like violent or anything, but I just felt like this constant, you know, inside. It was terrible. A lot of women feel the same way. Irritability, rage, emotions, moods up and down, like bitchiness. I mean, really moods or our mental health part of it is a really big issue. And that's one of the, you know, I find that for me, that was the, you know, that was the beginning signs of perimenopause. So you're not alone. And a lot of women are experiencing the same thing. Yeah. You know, for people who know my story, I had cantaloupe sized fibroids. So at 48, I had a full hysterectomy. And I mean, full, like they took everything because my mom, you know, got ovarian cancer in her 50s. So I, I was, I don't want any more kids. So to be, for me, it was good. I went right on uh, bioidentical hormones. And I know that's totally individual. It's something yep. you got to look into. Yep. I'm in favor for myself, I'll say, right. And it's been great because otherwise, if you have a medically induced, you just hit it, like you're just in it. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Perimenopause was hard enough. Now, Andrea, I wish that I had had all your information back then because I think I would have been able to, I don't know, be more thoughtful about it. And and not that if you take, you know, hormone, you're not being thoughtful, but just having more options. But I'm, I'm been great. It's been great. I love the idea of never being able to get pregnant again. I mean, there's some real upsides too. You know, no condoms anymore, no birth control. My husband and I, it's like so much better. It is so much better. And there are positive, and I have done several videos about the positive aspects of being in menopause and everything you just said, and we're more empowered. And, you know, we were able to say no more, or we're able to kind of come into our own if we're doing that work, right? And that we talk a lot about doing the work at this stage of life, because for many of us, as you know, right now as Gen Xers, we've got kids. I mean, I had a date, my third at 41. And so I've got kids, I've got a 19 year old almost, and I've got an 11 year old at home. And then we have our parents. So we're that sandwich generation that we're taking care of everyone. So for ourselves, we don't always get to take care of ourselves. We're kind of, we're last, right? So I think that, um, you know, to me, focusing on that in this phase of life is important. And there can be a lot of positives about that. But unfortunately, those positives are masked by the suffering and because of all of those symptoms that women are experiencing. You know, one of the things I've learned on your TikTok, I mean, among many, is like these symptoms that I never even heard of, like itchy ears. Now, I didn't have that. But how did you discover that? Was that through what you heard from other women, through research? Did your ears itch? And do you mean like the outside, the inside? Like, let's get into this because I thought it was really interesting. Yeah. So this is really interesting. So let let me back up for a second. So what I started to do about five years ago was I, I initially I remember hearing from when I just started researching in, you know, in this area is that there were about 40 symptoms of menopause and perimenopause. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I started tracking the symptoms. But as I started tracking them and listening and speaking to thousands at this point, thousands of women and hearing what they have to say and all the research that I'm doing on my TikTok and other social media is just I realized that there's actually a lot more than 40 and I personally tracked more than 85. And now there's probably, there's way more than those 85s, but some of them overlap, right? So that's why I like to say 85 plus. So there are so many different symptoms and 
itchy ears were one of those symptoms that I had them. So in the inside of your ear, your ear would just get itchy. And sometimes they'd be brought on by stress. Sometimes they just would happen, you know, like that. I've had many women on my page say that at night it gets worse. Sometimes it's one ear, sometimes it's another ear. So what, you know, I started, so obviously that was one of the symptoms that I tracked and the, and on my page on TikTok, I'm very adamant about giving the reasons why. So you know, there's a lot of, oh, here, yeah, there's lots of symptoms that exist, but why are these happening? So that's where I focus and where I'm a little bit different because I really want to make sure that you, we, I empower women at this stage to understand why is it happening? And then, okay, what can we do about it? So itchy ears, BO, bad breath, that's another one, pain, inflammation, you know, obviously there's the usuals like the hot flashes and the night sweats and the mood swings and the insomnia. And then in insomnia, so in the sleep issues, which are the top three, is what's going on in our sleep. So are you having a, are you having trouble falling asleep? Are you waking up in the middle of the night between 2 and 4 a.m.? Or are you waking up to pee? So what are those reasons? Or are you just waking up with dread? A lot of women will say they wake up. That was happening to me. I was waking up with like heart palpitations and dread in the middle of the night out of nowhere. So these are all things that are happening to us, but we're all like, wait, am I going crazy? What's happening to me? Like, how, am I a hypochondriac? I've had women on my page say, okay, thank God for your page because now I know I'm not a hypochondriac. Like these are real. And going back to what you said before about being dismissed, it's very frustrating and it's actually doing a really big disservice to women when, you know, when anybody is dismissing, who matter, who, doesn't matter who that is, is dismissing how they feel. I've had women tell me on their page that they've been told it's all in their head. I've had women on, on my page tell me that menopause, they've been told menopause is a myth or it doesn't exist, or they're too young to be going through it. It is so frustrating, the shame, the gaslighting that's going on for women at this stage of life. And it is my, it is honestly my passion, my goal, my mission to help educate and spread awareness so that if it happens, women can say, whoa, 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 wait, no, it's not in my head. It's real. Here, check this out. That's so crazy to me. That's like saying menstruation doesn't exist. Right? Like, right? Like nobody would ever say that. It, menopause is a myth. Perimenopause is a myth. Doesn't happen either because you go right into menopause. I had a woman this week tell me that <laughs> she was told that it, she can't be in menopause because symptoms don't occur until you're actually in menopause. Oh my gosh. So yeah. not true. Yeah. That was, um, that was a new one this week that I heard. I was like, oh my gosh, like it's, it's, yeah, it's mind boggling actually. You know, I did a show recently, which is going to be playing on health power in the next few weeks uh, with this wonderful woman. We were talking about hair and that, uh, that mental illness trick, trichotillomania where you pull out your hair and your eyebrows. And anyway, so she got, we got onto extensions and I said, do you have an extension that I could put like right at the top of my hairline? She's like, not really to cover. I, I, you start, you get that thinning. That's why oh, I, I, I am. I'm not just like, why is she talking about hair? Because I got the thinning right in the front and I get embarrassed. Like I'll take a picture, I'll do a video. And I'm like, why does it look like I like now everyone's going to go look at my stuff and be like, oh yeah, your forehead, which is already high is even higher. You know? <laughs> oh, no. First of all, I can't really tell. And there's many different reasons for it. So hormones, obviously, um, inflammation, you know, scalp health. So it's crucial, right? So if there's irritation, inflammation, that's a huge issue. Stress. I've had a lot of women tell me that when they're super stressed, they're actually losing hair. So I, I, I on my page, I'm very adamant, Lisa, about, and I, I'm, I'm adamant about talking about what I'm good at. So my, what my expertise is in. So I talk about 
nutrition, lifestyle, and supplements. And I know that you mentioned hormones, and I want to go back to that after actually, because I do have a, I want to talk about that a bit. But so, you know, nutrition, lifestyle, and supplements. So on my, when I when I talk about lifestyle, I'm like, okay, we need to manage our stress. And I remember hearing years ago, you got to manage your stress. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever, right? Yeah, sure. You know, we know stress is the cause of so many things. But at this phase of life, we have to manage our stress. <laughs> like it's not even an option anymore because it's it, it can lead to so many different symptoms that we're experiencing. Genetics obviously play a big role and also environmental issues like toxins, um, you know, pesticides, heavy metals, things that we're exposed to in our environment, even in our shampoos and our conditioners or what we're putting on our hair, hair dye. That's a huge one, right? So there are so many things that are responsible for the hair loss. And then there's the hair thinning because of the, you know, our hormones, like we what I just said, our hormones are going down. So yeah, lots of reasons. And it is real. You're not imagining it. Yeah, it is. Now, what are some other interesting symptoms in addition to the itchy ears that surprised you? Oh my gosh, there's so many. So I'd say the bad breath in the BO would be a big one. A metallic taste in your mouth. So a lot of women experience something called burning mouth syndrome or burning scalp. Um, so burning mouth syndrome can be, you know, things take, you know, you're, you have a burning sensation in your mouth. Um, you know, obviously very dry mouth is a big, is a big issue. Tinnitus, vertigo, those are issues as well. And obviously all the whole sleep issue, but every aspect of sleep is a big one. There's, I mean, you know, surprising me, you know, I don't even know, nothing surprises me at this point anymore, <laughs> but, um, but I can go into some of them, what those, some of those symptoms are like inflammation, weight gain is a huge one. Um, you know, so many women are complaining about gaining weight. And I remember when I was in Perry, I would gain and lose, you know, eight to 10 pounds on a regular basis. And I had no idea what was going on. Um, so I always tell the women who are following me on TikTok and I go live a lot on TikTok because I could say, I, I love the interaction and the quite the live questions. So I love to explain to the women who are on is that it's not our fault. So weight gain is not our fault. You know, of course we can take responsibility. So if we're, you know, eating a diet that's high in ultra processed foods, et cetera, you know, that's one thing. But for many of us, we're, you know, we're living, you know, we're, we're exercising, we're, we're doing the things that we think are right. And we're still gaining a lot of weight and it's not our fault. Our hormones are at play. What's happening is our estrogens, our hormone, our progesterone, everything's kind of going down and our body wants to hold on to it. And especially estrogen, our body's like, no, don't leave me. <laughs> so it holds on to it in our belly. You know, that's one reason. Another reason is stress, the cortisol connection, right? You know, with the weight gain. Another one would be ghrelin. Ghrelin is our hunger hormone and it is highest in perimenopause. And this is according to research. So, you know, the research, there was a study done showing that women in premenopause, perimenopause and menopause, and it was higher in the, in perimenopause. Ghrelin is the hunger hormone. So if you find that you're hungrier, you're snacking more. Actually, I'd say that's probably one that did surprise me because I didn't know about it when I was going through it. And I was, and I remember asking a bunch of people, I'm like, why am I so hungry? I haven't changed anything. I haven't done anything. And nobody really had the answer for me. And I dug into the research. I'm like, ah, ghrelin. Hello. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things, and I'm sure if, if people who've been listening to the show is I, I, I think, you know, if you're a woman and you want to lose weight, that's totally great. But if you're a woman and you don't want to lose weight, like I'm the heaviest I've ever been. I'm super happy with myself. I got a little belly. It's okay. I got a big butt. I got boobs. I'm okay with it because yeah. I'm still eating whole foods and moving my body. Yeah. I think that when there's so much emphasis on weight loss, weight loss, weight loss, weight loss, you that's really taxing mentally on your health and on your happiness. A hundred percent. And I'm so with you and there with, but here's the issue with a lot of women who come into this phase is they'll go and they'll speak to, I've had, so here's two very common comments I get on TikTok. One is their doctor won't speak to them until they lose weight. 
and they won't even listen to them until they lose weight. Another common comment I get is you should just exercise more and eat less. So this is, yeah, this is so unhelpful. So unhelpful. And um, let me explain why though. It's unhelpful because as we go into perimenopause and menopause, our body's changing. What worked for us before doesn't work for us in this phase of life. So the whole calorie deficit thing out the window, I'm sorry. It, is, it just doesn't work at this phase of life. You know, exercising harder, not a, not, it's not a solution because we're stressing our body. We're creating inflammation in our body. So I interviewed for the Menopause Shift Summit, which is coming up. And I, I hope those of you, if you're interested in this topic, that you will register. It's a free online summit. Myself and my co-host interviewed over 40 experts talking about perimenopause and menopause. It is honestly incredible. All three is happening from June 21st to the 23rd. And then if you want, if you can't make it, you can access all the videos. You can purchase the videos. There's a couple of options there that you can, that you can choose from. But, um, you know, it, things just don't work the same that they did before. And so I always tell women at this phase is, especially in perimenopause, I'm like, be gentle with yourself. It will, as, every, as your, your hormone levels even out as they go into the menopausal ranges, things do get better. And that's when we, you know, like you said, even when we're in this phase, you know, exercise lightly, gently, even if it's a walk around the block, do it, you know, do some kind of movement because right. it's really important. Incorporate some kind of practice where you're stimulating your parasympathetic nervous system, getting that cortisol down, learning, you know, deep breathing, meditation, walks in nature, any of that is going to help as well. And then there are certain supplements that you can incorporate. But at the end of the day, I say, let's have patience for ourselves give ourselves, show ourselves some grace. You know, we really need to have that patience because it is important as our body is recalibrating in this phase of life. And like you think of it as your iPhone or your cell phone, your mobile, your, you know, even this morning I had to do an upgrade. I couldn't use my phone when it was upgrading and I see the little bar that's kind of going and I'm like, that's the same idea in perimenopause. We just have to give ourselves some time and be patient with ourselves and be kind to ourselves and gentle to, our, to ourselves. That is my biggest mantra. We need to with ourselves on so many levels. And then once you get into menopause, there are things you can do, certain ways of eating that you can incorporate that are have been shown through the research to help women with the weight if that is something they choose to take care of. So uh, it is the number top, one of the top three complaints in perimenopause and menopause is the weight gain. So I think it's important that they that we understand A, why it's happening to, you know, two, to be gentle with ourselves. And three, you know, there are certain ways that we can be eating. And like you said, focusing on the health aspect. So focusing on the, the protein, making sure. So at this phase of life, we need more protein, good quality fats, like the avocado oil and the coconut oil. And, the, you know, like you're, you're, you're not like right, the olive oil, you know, and looking at eating a lot of vegetables that have fiber. We need to make sure that our digestion is on, you know, on, on track. So if you want to address it, there are ways to address it. But 100% being gentle with yourself in the process is I don't care if you're thin or fat. I don't want anyone sitting around eating processed foods all the time and not moving their body. We're just going to end up at different ranges because we're all different. We all, all have different. individual body types. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. 100%. Yeah. 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 Andrea, you have been busy creating a fantastic supplement line for perimenopause and menopause. I have been. We're launching Morphous Supplements. Yay. Three years in the making. We have been researching um, ingredients that will help women in perimenopause and menopause. And the reason why it's taken us so long to do it is because I'm pretty adamant about understanding ingredients, quality of ingredients, research, dosages, all of that. And I'm so excited that we'll be launching very shortly. So we're actually going to be taking pre-orders very soon um, on our website, wearemorphous.com. And uh, yeah, I'm really, I, I, I'm over the moon. 
Well, that sounds amazing. Could you give us an idea of what the supplements will help with? Absolutely. So we are launching 15 supplements and they'll target different, we call them need states. So different issues that women are having in this stage of life. So we're going to target hot flashes. We're going to target sleep. That's was really my, like, so passionate about the sleep because sleep is the foundation. If we're not sleeping, it's just linked to so many different issues. Yeah. Uh, we're going to tar- target foundation supplements. So what are some foundational supplements that we should all be taking as we go into this phase of life? We're going to target digestion. So we're targeting different areas that we're, you know, that are really going to help women navigate it with ease and just find solutions from a natural standpoint. Obviously there's the whole hormone um, conversation, which, you know, our lane is nutrition, lifestyle and supplements. And if if you're looking to even incorporate, by the way, you know, I asked Dr. Lakeisha McMillan, who is an OBGYN, if we can incorporate supplements if you're using um, HRT. And she was like, absolutely. So as a doctor, she recommends actually using, um, you know, having the synergistic effect of certain supplements as well. So you can use it in conjunction. Um, and that's coming from a medical doctor. It's time for me to talk about the wonderful sponsor this month. Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 because I don't like taking pills and vitamins. I wanted a supplement that tastes great, a light tropical mild flavor. I start my day with AG1. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. This helps with your nervous system, your gut health, your immune system. I notice I have more energy. I have more focus. What I love about it too is that it's lifestyle friendly. So whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free. It costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. And speaking of habits, AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. On here on Health Power, that's what I want you to do. I want to give you the tools to help you take care of yourself. And that's why I'm so excited about AG1. Now, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash power. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash power to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So tell us about the summit, Andrea. I'm super excited. Yeah, so we interviewed over 40 experts, like I said, and um, they were handpicked by my co-host and I, and we interviewed people who... um, who could share their knowledge. And we covered everything from sexual health to libido. We covered hormones like HRT or bioidentical hormones. We covered inflammation. We covered nutrition. We covered digestion. We covered male menopause. So that was a big one. We've interviewed, I interviewed Bryce, who is a guest on Health Power. And Bryce is really smart and so knowledgeable. And we he talked all about andropause. So it is a thing, right? You know, a lot of people don't realize that men can go through it too. So the summit isn't only for women. And I do have men, interestingly enough, on my lives who come in and say, oh, my wife, this, and can you help me this? And so it's so great for everybody to listen to it really, truly, because a lot of women are, are you know, I, I'm going to tell you a quick story. I had, I had to have my toilet replaced and these two men came in and I don't know how we started getting on the top. Well, I guess I do because I talk about menopause all the time. <laughs> So we got on the topic of menopause and he was like the, the older gentleman looked at me and he was like, Oh my gosh, you're like, help me. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, his wife was in men is in menopause or perimenopause. 
And he said that he doesn't want to go home. He's miserable. She is so like in, always in a bad mood and always like yelling at him and kind of just, you know, complaining about from the other side. We, we know, you know, a lot of us know. I mean, I do a lot of TikToks about mood on my thing. I make fun of it all the time. Oh, yeah. Like that is like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. I always used to joke <laughs> that I wake up really happy, but everyone else around me pisses me off. You know, that was kind of my mantra in perimenopause. <laughs> but so he was just like, tell me, explain it to me. I don't understand what's happening to her. Like, she's not the woman that I married. So I kind of went into it and explained to him and I said, show her my TikTok page. You watch my videos too, because that'll help to explain to you, to show you that like, this is real. You need to communicate. So we talk a lot about that. Um, we just, we covered so many different topics, everything to do with essential oils, like how to help with those menopausal symptoms. Uh, we talked about sleep. So it, it's, it's really fantastic. I've been working on it for eight months. Um, my co-host is Anne-Marie McQueen from Hot Flashing. Oh, she's a journalist who focuses on menopause. So she, like me, she's an avid menopause researcher. And together, we were able to interview about 20, or, you know, over 20 experts each. So I highly recommend it. If you're, you know, in this phase, or you know, somebody's in this phase, or even if you don't, had this whole conversation with my sister the other day I was like oh I want to send you know she's 42 and I was like oh can you know send this to your friend she's like oh they're not in it and I'm like we don't know if they're in it or not because we're not talking about yeah, it true yeah that's true I mean 35, 35 right 35 plus yeah I, I again I think it's that kind of disconnect of like no I'm way too young for that that happens when I'm in my like 60s or 70s no no yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> so it can happen younger so that's I, I encourage you all to register it's free we'll put a link below um, so that you know it takes you right to the registration page and then share it share it with you know friends colleagues yeah. family anybody that you think you know is over that 35 mark that may be experiencing and may not even realize it or may be suffering in silence which is another big thing yeah, that's why people have got to follow you. I mean, your TikTok is great. You know, you were cracking me up a minute ago. I'm thinking you should go on the road, Andrea, like stand up, like, met, you know what I mean? Like, talk about educating people that way, too. That I'm open to anything. <laughs> I, at the end of the day, I really just want to be, I wanna be um, I mean, I'm doing speaking. I speak a lot, but I, just, I want to be able to change people's lives for the better and just help to educate. I mean, I don't know everything. And I'll always say, I'm like I said, I'm learning from, you know, the people around me. I'm learning from doing my research. I read the, you know, in the medical journals, reading the research, reading, speaking to women, getting feedback, using myself. I use myself as I call it an N of one, where I'm using myself for research all the time. When we look at blood sugar regulation, you know, I look at sleep. So all of these things and the more that I learn, the more I share. And the more I share, the more we, you know, everybody else shares. And the more I learn from everybody else too. It's two-way street. Tell us again all the ways, and we'll, I'll put it in the show notes, that we can sign up for your fantastic Menopause Shift Summit. So we'll put the link. So it's um, the Menopause Shift Summit, link below to register. You can also visit our website, wearemorphous.com. So Morphous, M-O-R, P-H-U-S. Again, we'll put the link below. And the reason we called our company Morphous was because we're, it's metamorphosis. We're changing. That's why you'll always, I wear tons of butterfly shirts. I know you can't see me, but I wear tons of butterfly shirts because of that metamorphosis, that change, that beautiful change that we're going through and us as a community. So M-O-R-P-H-S as a community. So it's wearemorphous.com. You can follow me on TikTok at Andrea Donsky. I have a link in my link tree. You can follow us, follow me on Instagram at Andrea Donsky and at We Are Morphous. So we're kind of everywhere. And we have a pri uh, private Facebook group as well. We oh, cool. We're most active on TikTok and um, in Instagram, but there's a great community on Facebook. So yeah, I mean, any way that we can help. And the cool thing too is in, um, we're in July, we've been asked 
I've been asked so many times for people for me to work with people. So we are going to be launching a group coaching session in July. It's an eight week session. It's going to be live once a week, which I'm really excited about um, every Tuesday in July and August. And we'll be live and we're going to help women navigate this phase of their life in person, in real time. And wow. we've got an OBGYN who will talk about hormones. We've got a therapist from over 30 years. My mom is going to be joining us. She specializes in working with uh, trauma and just therapy in general. She's a master's of social work. We've got Lisa Tsakos, my co-author co from all three books that I've written on the topic of label reading and nutrition, which now we are bringing to menopause. So it is amazing. So if you want to um, be part of that as well and join our group's coaching session and work with me and my amazing team of superpower women in perimenopause and menopause, you could do that well as well. And you could just sign up for our newsletter and you'll be notified. That's amazing. And if you want to follow me, just follow me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at Lisa Davis MPH. So today is the ninth, and then the next show on sleep is going to be on June 14th. And then the summit is June 21st through 23rd. Now be sure to like, subscribe, review to Health Power. Keep coming back. Thanks. Well, that's it for our show today. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. And we would appreciate it if you could please rate and review and leave a comment because the more you engage with our podcast, the more you will find it and help other people find it wherever they listen to their podcast. So be sure to follow us. I'm at Andrea Donsky and at Naturally Savvy and Lisa at Lisa Davis MPH. Thank you so much. And please share this episode because the more you share shows you care. We'll see you next time.